Hello and welcome back to the Business Growth Accelerator. This is Isar Metis, your host. And if you missed the previous episode, go back and check it out because it's fantastic. Chris Ward is sharing in it how to build better teams so you can grow your business and be more effective and more profitable. And speaking of growing businesses and becoming profitable, one of the innovative ways to grow your business these days is to launch a podcast that will attract and engage your ideal clients. My guest today has a school that teaches how to do that. He will share a step-by-step process for everything you need to know in order to launch a successful podcast. Growing a business is tough. Believe me, I know. I'm a serial entrepreneur with three startups behind me. One went public, the second busted because of bad decisions by the CEO. That was me, by the way. And the third grew to $100 million in sales as part of a larger company that got sold. It took me 20 years to learn how to do it right, but now I'm on a quest to get you there much faster. I'm hosting senior business leaders, entrepreneurs, and world-class experts. Together, we search for gold, strategies, systems, processes, and practical tips that you can implement to grow your business. You will hear fascinating business stories, really funny moments, and lots of actionable business tips. Welcome to the Business Growth Accelerator. Welcome to the Business Growth Accelerator. This is Isar Metis, your host. I'm so excited about my guest today. He's from Texas. He has martial arts black belts. He is the person that cannot be found online other than what he's doing today. So if you try to find his past, you can't find it. He's like a ghost. And no, it is not sadly, well, not sadly actually, but it's not Chuck Norris. So, but he's much better than Chuck Norris in so many things. He's definitely funnier than Chuck Norris and he's a much, much better podcaster than Chuck Norris. So people, I really want to welcome Larry Roberts to the Business Growth Accelerator Thank you so much for joining us today. Hello, hello. You know, and as a, as, a, as a fun point here that you brought up Chuck Norris, I was actually on an episode of Walker, Texas Ranger. Oh my God, really? <laughs> yes, really. I really was. I was an extra, but, but yeah, you can, you can spot me there in the background. I'm actually uh, in a karate gi and I'm standing next to a, a kickboxing ring and there's a match going on and we're cheering on. Uh, I think I was a bad guy, actually. I think I'm cheering on the bad guy as he's uh, fighting the main instructor at this one gym. So, yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> now, now I got to find this and post a link to that. In, <laughs> in my, I, I in think you can find it on YouTube. It, it was on YouTube at one time. So Brilliant. So, Larry, those of you who don't know Larry Roberts, Larry Roberts is a brilliant podcaster. He teaches podcasting. And he's the host of Readily Random Podcast. It's a mouthful. Try to say that fast like five times. But Larry, tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do and how you got to doing it. Sure. Isar, as you mentioned, you know, I, I do host the Readily Random Podcast on, and I'm the owner of Readily Random Media. And podcasting has been my focus for over the last five years, a little over five years now. And I've grown to love it. I've grown to understand it more, and I've learned how to apply it 
to monetize it and to make it more of a business than just me talking into a mic and hoping people are listening. Perfect. I, I really, that's kind of where I want to take this conversation. A lot of people out there, or some people out there knows that they can do something with podcasting, but they're not sure about it. A lot of people don't even know that podcasting is probably the best way to promote your business, your brand, your personal brand, all at the same time. And I don't care what business you're in. You could have a landscaping company or a law firm that does $500 million a year, podcasting can benefit you and help you grow the business and the brand. And since you've been teaching this for so long, I think it would be amazing if you can take us through the steps that you, that you teach and that you have in your book. So very quickly, if I want to start a podcast, what do I need to do? What are the practical steps that can get me there up and running to share my brand and grow my company? First and foremost, understand your why. As you mentioned, podcasting can be used to help grow your business, help highlight your business, and help monetize your business. A lot of folks look at podcasting as, a, as something that's monetizable. And to a certain degree, it is. For certain podcasters, it is. If you have a massive audience and you're part of the 1% to 2% of podcasters that can pull down corporate sponsors, then yeah, you can make some pretty good coin off of a podcast. But in all honesty, for your average podcaster, you can make money with your company using your podcast. So you want to go, why am I creating this podcast? You mentioned the landscaping company. It's one of my favorite examples. If I had Larry's Landscaping, what would I do with a podcast? And I like to pick landscaping just for the simple fact that it's so random, right? Who's going to do a landscaping podcast? Well, first and <laughs> foremost, I have to ask, why am I doing this? And in most instances, you're doing it to establish yourself as an expert in your field. So I'm trying to establish myself as the go-to in the landscaping space. So I know what I want to do. I want to demonstrate that I'm a leader. I want to demonstrate that I'm knowledgeable. And I want to demonstrate that if you use my landscaping company, you're getting the best of the best. So that is my why. Now, once I understand that, I have to establish a name. And naming a podcast can be a chore in and of itself. There's over 1 million podcasts out there and 750,000 of them are dead. They're no longer active. They haven't posted an episode in over two months. You know what that does to us that do have podcasts or that want to start new podcasts? <laughs> it makes it almost impossible to find an original name. So that takes a lot of planning. Come up with a name. And naming your podcast isn't just the area of concern for the podcast. You also need to consider it for your social media. All of your social media platforms try to be uniform with the handle that you use on your social media platforms. For your web domain, if you're going to have a web page, which you probably do, or you're probably going to for your podcast, make sure that you can get that name for your domain as well. Once we've planned out the name, once we have our social media locked down, now we need to understand the graphic. We have to have a graphic for our podcast. You go, but Larry, it's audio. Well, sure, it's audio, but guess what? It's hosted on a variety of different platforms, and that platform needs to present it to potential listeners. In order to do that, we need something that's eye-appealing that goes, oh, look at this. 
We don't want something overly complex, but yet at the same time, we don't want something super, super simple. Now, one of the things you want to consider too when you're naming your podcast and you're coming up with your graphic is that by default, the graphic needs to be a minimum of 14 by 1400 uh, square image. You're also going to want a widescreen image as well. But what you want to think about is that although my image can be upwards of 3000, no smaller than 1400, I have to keep in mind that when it's on iTunes or a variety of other platforms, it's shrunk down to 150 by 150 pixels. That's pretty tiny. So if I have a very, very complex image, guess what it's going to look like at 150 by 150? It's going to be all muddled and, and you're not going to be able to see what it is. So keep all those in mind when you're putting together your podcast art. Next. What are we going to do to record the podcast? There are a variety of different ways that you can go about this. And there's different schools of thought depending on the avenue that you pursue. But for something as simple as landscaping, right? Not that it's a simple concept, but for recording something as simple as landscaping, I recommend even just grabbing you a, a nice small lapel mic and your iPhone. This way you can imagine, you could, you could record out in the environment that you're talking about. Maybe you have some birds chirping in the background or maybe very, very faintly you hear a lawnmower going in the background or something along those lines. Get the people involved, give them an atmosphere when you're recording. Now, if you wanna keep it sterile and put it in the studio, that's great too. Now you're looking at some, a little bit of different equipment. You're going to want a nice microphone. You can get a great introductory microphone for around $60, the Samsung, Q2U, I believe, is the model that we use. It is phenomenal. It's an XLR mic and a USB mic, meaning you can plug it directly into your PC or your Mac. It doesn't matter. It works on both, right? So now that we have a mic in place that sounds great for a very affordable price, we need software. So what are we going to use to record our podcast on? I highly recommend using Audacity. There are other programs that work just as well, but Audacity is 100% F-R-E-E free. And it's so robust. I still use it to this day. So we have a mic. We have software that we can use to record our podcast on. Now we have to think about maybe editing just a little bit, right? You can do the same thing in Audacity. Audacity is called a DAW or D-A-W or a... A digital audio work. work <laughs> I was going so good too. Yeah, you're good. Audacity is called a DAW or a digital audio workspace. And what you can do there is you can develop your podcast, you can tweak the audio, and you can prepare it for the final output to your media host. And that leads me directly to that, to the media host. Once you have your podcast, once you have an MP3 or the output of your podcast, you need some place to host your podcast. This generates some confusion for a lot of folks because they think maybe iTunes hosts it or Spotify hosts it or Google hosts it, and that's not the case. What you need is you need a media host, and there, there's a variety of them to choose from out there, whether it's Libsyn or Blueberry or Spreaker. There's a ton of them out there, and there's also Anchor, but we're not going to talk about Anchor right now. So <laughs> if you're serious about your podcast, Anchor may not be your best route, and I tell you this for one reason and one reason only. You want statistics. If you're creating a podcast for your business, you want to be able to see where that podcast is going. You want to see how many downloads you're getting. You're going to want to see where it's being downloaded across the earth, the whole globe. You're going to want to see where your audience is, maybe even demographics of your audience. 
the more statistics you can get, the better off you are. And there are some platforms that hosting platforms that specialize in statistics where others not so much. So do your homework there as well. Now we have a host. Now we have a podcast. Now where do we, how do we get it on iTunes? Well, your host is going to create for you what they call an RSS feed. What you're going to do is copy that RSS feed. It's just a URL. Don't let it intimidate you because it's called a feed. It's just a web address is all it is. So you're going to copy that RSS feed and you're going to send it to iTunes, to Google Podcasts, to Spotify, to iHeartRadio and a host of others. And then they're going to either accept or reject your podcast. The only reason they're going to reject your podcast is that most likely if you just don't have something in the right place, your, your, your graphics wrong, or there's, there's a couple of reasons, but odds are you're going to get approved for your podcast to go to that location. So once you're approved, guess what? Your host will send each and every episode that you record out to all of the different podcast platforms using that magical RSS feed. So once you have that, your podcast is going out to the world. What's next? Next is just to have you listeners, have users downloading your podcast. Now you're going to want to do that in a variety of different ways. When you launch your podcast, there are some different schools of thoughts in regards to the best way to launch your podcast, but you may want to record a handful of episodes and get them out there for folks to download simultaneously or one right after the other. That way they can binge your, your episodes and even subscribe to your show. Always have that call to action in each and every episode. Hey, do me a favor, go out there and subscribe to the show so that you can get the latest and greatest content with absolutely no action on your part. It's just gonna appear on your device next week. It's so awesome. So have that and you're ready to rock and roll from there. So after that, we got to promote, right? What do we do to promote? We have our social media. I mentioned earlier that we're going to have uniform social media handles across the board. Well, this is where we take our podcast and we repurpose the content or we create additional content to push to the masses via our social media. This grabs people attention, people's attention. This entices them to listen to your podcast. Once you have them, get that call to action in place and have them subscribe. Before you know it, you've grown your tribe, you've grown your audience, and you have a very high-performing podcast at your disposal. I think wow. I'm out of breath. Yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm saying, I'm like, this was, I think we should make this like the, you know, podcasting 101 intro because this was absolutely brilliant. I don't think I've ever heard somebody being that concise that way quickly with what do you need to have a podcast up and running? Larry, this was phenomenal. And we'll do a much longer episode where we can geek out on like tech and tools and software and so on. But as, as an introduction to what you need to have, to have a podcast, this was absolutely amazing. Where can people find you and find more information from you on this topic or any other topic? I like to live the way I teach. So all of my social media is at readily random. You can find me on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I even have a TikTok account, but I don't recommend going there. There's not much content, <laughs> but you can find me on any of the social media platforms uh, at readily random or look me up on Facebook. I'd love to have you as a friend. If you have any questions or concerns regarding podcasting, please don't hesitate to reach out. I'm here for each and every one of you. Larry, this was phenomenal. I really appreciate you taking the time. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure. What a great conversation with Larry. 
I have been podcasting for a while now, and I know a lot of podcasters, and I've never heard anyone describing the process of launching a podcast successfully in a more concise and practical way. I really hope you're enjoying this launch day binge of the Business Growth Accelerator. Don't stop now. Keep going. My next guest is absolutely amazing. She will share the six factors that will help you clearly define your ideal client so you can attract them. It goes way beyond demographics and has a huge impact on your business. So stay tuned. Your business growth is my number one priority in this podcast. To do that, I want to bring the biggest names that I can and get you practical tips as frequently as possible. And you can help. Visit Apple Podcasts right now, subscribe, download, rate, and review the podcast, and I would really appreciate it. And if you want my number one tip for business growth acceleration, visit growthaccelerator.biz right now. Yeah.